0: This is a BMC for a movie about Peter Parker, and Peter Parker, and more importantly, Peter Parker. And it's not titled Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And by the end of the movie, no one will remember Peter Parker. Except for me. And I'm Perry Wilson, and I remember Richardson also remembers, and we're going to talk about it on this BMC for Spider-Man No Way Home. Wes, this is it this is this is the bmc that we've all been waiting for that you've been waiting for for, for a long time <laughs> my entire spider-man my entire life i mean yeah pretty much spider-man no way home this is i'm honestly so excited to talk about this movie so excited that this movie happened um for a lot of reasons and we'll get into it um yeah, Wes, a- a- initial things that you want to say just right off the bat before I before I get into some production.
1: Um it was borderline perfect. Let's just get that out of the way. Um it had every cameo we wanted and it was perfect. And I loved it. Mm. mm. And it just further validated my belief that spider-man is my favorite superhero
0: Mm. also we just a solemn few seconds here for the death of aunt may (laughs) That's not silent perry okay thank you everybody at home also sorry if we just spoiled that but at the same time if you have, that's if you fault. are, that's if, your fault. If you pressed play to this and expected to not be spoiled, you are a fool.
1: Yes. Okay. And you, so that's, you were a fool. We had a trap card. And...
0: <laughs> you fool. So, so yes, this was, there was absolutely no doubt. There should have been no doubt in your mind that pressing play on this would spoil if you did not know yeah. things already. Um, yes. All right, I will jump into the produ- some of this production details as I do, and then we'll go into Wes's words for Spider-Man No Way Home. Wes, I have a lot of fun tidbits of information here, and I'm excited okay. to share with you and the Bantermites. All right, you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. I'm hoping this is one of my best moments yet on BMC. By the way, also, before I get into this, uh, just a quick friendly reminder, BMC does actually stand for banter movie club i i realized the other day as i was thinking about bmc's i was like we probably haven't said banter movie club in like since like bmc three maybe i don't know it's just like it's just like bmc became a thing and we we had we originally had different intentions for what it was going to like it was going to be like drawing a movie out of a jar and then we would all watch it and then we would talk about it on a on a big episode but then we decided to split it to separate little episodes and then yeah so here we are BMC great so that now you guys know answer all the questions that you guys have all been thinking of what is BMC i'm interested what you thought it was if you thought BMC meant something else let me know curious all right <clears throat> production details Spider-Man: No Way Home was directed by John Watts, written by Chris McKenna and Eric Sommer. Uh, this two f- have been these two have been working together as a writing team uh, since they met, uh, writing for American Dad. Um, they together as a team have written Lego Batman, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then all of the Marvel Spider-Man movies. Uh, McKenna also worked on Community with the Russo brothers, and he wrote jokes. For Captain America, Winter Soldier. That was that was his job. They brought him in as a writer because they needed someone that was funny. And uh, yes, Captain America, the Winter Soldier um, has always been, since it came out, my number one favorite Marvel movie. Um, so, yes, I do enjoy Makina. And then, um, interesting, Wes, r- do you remember when... I probably you I mean, you probably will never forget it because it was probably the worst day of your life when um, Sony like basically tried to take Spider-Man away from us. Oh, after the second movie, I hate them, Perry. (laughs) And so when when it was like, all right, Tom Holland will no longer be, you know, Spider-Man will no longer be part of the MCU. What what was your reaction to that? I'm still mad at them. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, Perry, guy. it was just like, imagine if you have a child, okay, and you've cared <laughs> okay. for them perfectly well, and you've loved them, and then someone just decided, and that's not yours anymore. We're taking it and they just leave <laughs> with your child.
0: It was like well, being you- kidnapped. <laughs> Did you did you know about all the like everything that went down in that uh with like the different like the deals that they were arguing between or like what happened to to bring Sony back or bring bring uh him back um to Marvel? I mean, I assume that Spidey Disney back. just cut a check. Uh, sort of. Not exactly. All right. So 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 what ended up happening back in um uh August 2019 um, they ended their deal with Marvel. The original Very, deal wasn't that. was that our first episode? Yeah, actually, it was. Remember, wow. didn't we have like an emergency episode? We had an emergency okay, yeah, episode. Was, episode two. It was our two. second episode. Yeah. Episode two. It was like titled like about Andrew Luck retiring and and uh, Tom Holland's in which man. also by the way, and, and it was about Tom Holland being gone from the MCU. As uh, also the the, way, auda- the audacity
1: of us to think we had the right for an
0: emergency episode (laughs) (laughs) also i want to say uh that emergency episode we recorded we recorded twice because we lost the audio oh yeah so that deal that they had been working under meant sony was financing a hundred percent of the production budgets and marvel and kevin feige were producing the films and receiving five percent of the profits but retaining the merchandising rights uh to put that in perspective, Far From Home, the second Spider-Man film, cost 160 million for Sony, and it made 1.13 billion. Five um, percent of that, Marvel's share, being about 56 and a half million. That's not a lot for how long, you know, for a movie. Like they're putting that much work into a movie, uh, making 56 million is most m- pretty much not worth their time. Um, but the key, the merchandising rights that they were able to have with Spider Man in the MCU, and um, so after that, uh, Marvel wanted to to change the deal to be twenty to twenty five percent of the profits, but Sony wanted to keep the original deal, obviously because money. Um, so they ended the negotiations, but after fan backlash and Tom Holland personally calling Bob Iger and Sony Chairman Tony. Vinci- Vincicara. Um, they went back to negotiations a month later in September of 2019. The deal they eventually reached was for Disney to finance a quarter of the production budget, 25%, uh, which turned out to be $50 million of this movie, which is a $200 million budget. And in return, they would receive 25% of the profits, which currently is over $400 million. So, uh great deal for disney also i mean a, a good deal for for sony as well because they did save uh i think a. I uh, i mean they're gonna lose they're gonna make less money on this than they did in no way home just because of losing all, that much uh of the budget but if they made the movie themself, themselves themselves then they probably wouldn't have had a great movie so there's that um the very first pitch of the plot had craven the hunter as the villain have you heard of Craven the Hunter?
1: Have I heard of Craven the Hunter? That's just disrespectful to ask.
0: Um. Yes, I don't. I hadn't. So I guess you have.
1: Of course, I have.
0: Okay. Well, Kraven he's gonna the be Hunter... the villain
1: in the next. Spi- he's gonna be the villain in the
0: next Spider-Man. Um. Maybe he will be. I don't know. I had never heard of Craven no, the Hunter. No, He, no, I, he, I, he, he is. I, how do you know that? I saw it on a TikTok the You're other just day. Not? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's confirmed.
1: Yeah, no, because they, they cast the Silver Surfer actor as Craven the Hunter.
0: Huh. Oh, also random. Uh, I'm pretty sure John Watts, I think, is uh, direct. the director of this movie, is directing um, the Fantastic Four movie that they're working on. But. Um, Anyway, moving on. So, Craven the Hunter was supposed to be well, was the original pitch for the villain. Uh, they moved on from him, gravitated more towards a it's a wonderful life type story with Peter Parker making a wish that messes everything up, uh, and that's how Doctor Strange was brought into the plot, because they needed someone to push that along with the whole wishing thing. Um, at, at first, the, the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, and so the idea was that, okay... Doctor Strange is going to have already all this knowledge of the multiverse. So we're going to use that knowledge, and we're going to use mul- the, the fact that the multiverse has already been a thing now. And what can we do with the multiverse? Well, what, could we bring all the other spider man into it? Um, that's kind of how that idea of bringing the Spider-Man came to be, through thinking that Spider-Man would be after the multiverse of madness. Uh, of course, later when that was flipped, they had to basically change it uh, so it would no longer be strange being experienced with the multiverse, but more so them figuring out, uh, figuring it out for the first time how it kind of works, but even not really. Um, uh, the leading ladies and even Garf, Andrew Garfield's Aunt May in the Amazing Spider-Man, were supposed to be in the film. They were, they were both in the original, the uh, original finished script, um, but. They were eventually axed along with a couple of other um, characters because there was just too many characters and it, they didn't want to distract from the main story and they didn't want it to be too much fan service. Um, so, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job uh, of, of writing that story. So I will say currently we're looking at Spider-Man No Way Home being the eighth highest grossing movie worldwide at $1.63 West, Wes, do you remember me telling you multiple times. You remember me saying Spider-Man will be the first movie post-COVID to hit a billion.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember that.
0: Okay, well, I is told it to everybody you, that would listen.
1: Is this where you brag about being right?
0: This is where I brag about about I mean, everybody that is listening is probably thinking, "Oh, that's not much of a that's not much of a prediction." Well, I mean, I've been saying this since COVID pretty much um or since the beginning of of 2021 at the very least. But this is actually a a more interesting statistic of how much money Spider-Man brought in than it seems on the surface. So 1.6 billion worldwide. That's 55 spots on the on the the ranking ahead of the next highest-grossing film in the post-COVID era. That film would be 2021's The Battle of Lake Changjian, uh, which made 100 or 902 million. Um, and that is the 63rd all time worldwide. Um, so that's, I mean, that movie is, is a Chinese film. Um, and then the next spot is called high mom, 2021 film that made 822 million. Both that, that was also a Chinese film. So the next two films were, uh, from China and uh, interesting, Randomly, just two, just three million behind. Um, Hi Mom, is uh the original Spider Man. Uh, or two, I guess two spots ahead. The original Spider Man from two thousand two. just way ahead of any other movie post COVID. But those other two movies were in China. So let's look at domestic, uh, in in the United States. So right now in the United States, Spider Man No Way Home is fourth all time at just over seven hundred million domestic box office and in the post covid era the next closest is shang chi sitting at 224 million and sitting in 166th all time uh in box office so um
1: can you imagine if covid wasn't a thing what would have happened
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if COVID wasn't a thing, how much I think this movie would be the highest-grossing film of all time, if if it was a COVID year where everybody felt comfortable to go to the theaters. Uh, the other thing is, Shang Chi uh, made four hundred and thirty-two million worldwide, and, and I'm kind of discounting. I know that those two Chinese films that I talked about made almost a billion, but I'm just kind of thinking of the movies that come out in the United States and and um, that we hear about uh on the day to day shang chi was almost 600 million away from reaching a billion like we had there Not was just no there. one no one close and then and then spider-man no way home goes for 1.63 and, and if you just look at like with the the i mean maybe it was right before the omicron variant so it worked out but like it's just absolutely bonkers that it made that much um anyway Generally high praise from all movie critic sites, but interestingly enough, uh, it is only the fourth MCU movie to garner an A-plus rating on CinemaScore, and the other three being Avengers, Black Panther, and Avengers Endgame. So, there you go. There's all the production details in the reception and and box office and all the info you need to go brag to your friends how much you know about Spider-Man No Way Home. Wes, can you uh, give us the, a little bit of a summary of the movie in Wes's words? Oh, man. I hope so. I,
1: <laughs> I will do my best. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Perry, we begin the movie with Peter Parker absolutely losing his gourd because his identity has been released by such a fake loser, Jake Gyllenhaal, who I now hate even more because of the Red Taylor's version album let it be known and I've now determined that him (laughs) as Mysterio and just ruining Peter Parker's life makes me hate him even more so he's garbage so we go see uh, the wizard and we make a wish and Peter just messes up the wish completely because he can't decide what he wants in his life but to be honest the kid's like 18 so can we really blame him I don't think so um and then, like, Doctor Strange, like, kind of has, like, a muscle spasm, if you can have a muscle spasm with a spell. And everything kind of explodes, but he puts it in a box. Not really sure what that means. Um, but then, we all of a sudden, now, even though Doctor Strange put the spell in a box, a new doctor, Dr. Otto Octavius, shows up. He tries to kill Peter, and he's like, You're not Peter. Who are you? And he's like, no, I'm Peter. And then the Green Goblin shows up, which absolutely made me quake in my seat with excitement. And then the sand I think the Sandman was next, or maybe Electro was next. I'm not really sure. But anyway, they're all there. The Lizard shows up eventually. And so now we're going on a manhunt with a little um, wizard laser on our wrist for Spider-Man. And it's just a whole thing. It's just a whole thing. He kind of makes friends with Sandman, but then Sandman gets kind of iffy on it, so he has to zap him. And then Dr. is like, alright, we're sending them back, and they're gonna die. And Peter, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, Peter Parker in Spider-Man just being the noblest of human beings, is like, we can't do that. So then he does math against a wizard. For those of you that didn't know, the way to beat magic is with math. (laughs) And then he goes on a quest to put them all... To save them all, basically. To fix them all from their evil doings so they don't have to die fighting Spider-Man. But then the Green Goblin gets all bad. We have a dope fight scene where they broke... Dude, Perry. They broke through so many floors. Like, the amount of times that Spider-Man got thrown through a floor was absolutely ridiculous. Um, And then we see one of the worst deaths in the MCU. To be honest... Aunt May's death hit me harder than Spider-Man's death in Infinity War. That was a bad day at Aww. the office. And now Peter, being Peter, just, well, he goes and he goes and cries on a roof. Which, to be honest, dude, would have done the same thing. And then, and then, Ned just also decides to be a wizard. And enter Andrew Garfield and everyone screaming, which I was so for. And then enter even better Tobey Maguire and people screaming even louder. And thus ensues one of the greatest, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Perry? Montages of my I... life, of my personal life, where they all are <laughs> doing science and they're all having fun and they all love each other. And then they're like, we're going to go fight. And then, Perry, to be honest, to be honest... My favorite sequence in any movie ever is just the entirety of the Spider-Men interactions on the scaffolding where first mm-hmm. Toby needs to crack his back. So Andrew cracks his back for him and then they come up <laughs> with a plan together and then they fight together and then they get their butt kicked together and then they all swing and they do poses together. Wait, don't, don't, forget when,
0: don't forget when Toby McGuire uh... – Gives encouragement to Andrew Garfield who thinks that he's not cool. He's like, he says, "You're amazing." <laughs> he's like, "Are you kidding? And you're amazing." He's like, "Yeah, I guess." No, you're amazing. I mean, Say
1: it was abs- amazing. absolutely amazing. It was incredible. Oh, and then, like the three way interaction, Peter one, Peter two. I thought I was Peter one. No, you're Peter two. <laughs> and, and then
0: they do the meme. The and they do the meme. At each other.
1: They do the meme, and and then they go into the thing. And Andrew Garfield says, "I love you guys," which Perry, by the way, was improv.
0: I saw that. That's crazy.
1: Andrew Garfield improv saying, "I love you guys," which means Toby Maguire then improv saying, "Thank you," <laughs> 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 which is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, that such a and, Tobey Maguire! Line. And then they use Spider Man teamwork and fight the big baddies and. Then I was a wreck because Peter had to decide to let his friends and his girlfriend forget him, and that was absolutely gut-wrenching. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. That was hard. Yeah. That was really yeah. hard. And then he goes and gets a coffee from MJ, and the kids get into MIT and he's getting his GED, and to be honest, a whole new Spider Man world is about to happen again, and we've just watched a trilogy, so I can't wait. That is in Wes's words just one of the greatest things to ever happen to me
0: yeah yeah and he at the end he ends up with his his little tiny apartment that looks very much like toby mcguire's little tiny apartment and he mm-hmm. sews his own his suit up that looks very much like this like just a friendly neighborhood spider-man the spider-man suit. Man. yeah and it's kind of setting it's everything up. we could have ever wanted i'm one thing i'm scared of is like does he just move on from her for the rest of the movies like from there's Zendaya, no way. from no, because Zendaya's DJ. a queen,
1: and Disney's not gonna want to get to ri- want to get rid of her.
0: <laughs> Unless Perry, yeah. are we gonna meet a Gwen?
1: <clears throat> Maybe we could we Maybe. could meet a Gwen.
0: And and ever since that movie came out, there has just been nonstop talk about rebooting Amazing Spider-Man. About more, I I don't think they're rebooting Tobey Maguire's series, but they because... but they talked about it though, and they're like. <laughs> They they they're literally talking ta- they're talking about rebooting the amazing spider-man i've seen mm-hmm. and then they and then i've definitely heard talk about reuniting the three again for another movie later on it's i mean with the money that was made in this movie it will probably happen because you know how studios work they're like wait we made money Make another. We made money. Make another. Make Look another. at Pirates of the Caribbean. Look at Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I mean, they just make they just make movies Shrek. as long as Shrek. Yeah, just, as long as they're making money, even if they suck, they keep it making matter. another. Right. um So yeah, great, great Wes's words. I love it. Thank um. You. Yeah, Wes. What was your favorite favorite scene? You said your favorite scene was on the scaffolding. Favorite scene For definitely the, on the scaffolding
1: when they're interacting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Including the fight. Because yeah. they
1: get their butt kicked and they're like, we need to change things. So the second they get yeah. to the scaffolding to the second the sun sets or rises, I guess.
0: Oh my goodness. I yeah, it was so fun. Just so much fun to watch these three Spider Men interact. Like the mm-hmm. the first half of the movie, like or first whatever, third of the movie before they're introduced, like it's fine. I sort of followed. I mean, you're introduced to the to the villains early, very early. So you know something's going on and you're you're already like getting into the the like Yeah, yeah. You're already getting into the 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 nostalgia of seeing Doc Ock, which is, you know, a lot of people's favorite like Spider-Man villain in movies. Um and then you get Green Goblin, uh, another one of the, the elite ones. Man, and,
1: William Defoe killed it.
0: Oh, he absolutely killed it. He was, he was better. I, he was better in this yeah. than he
1: was as in the original. I
0: I would say, yeah, second best performance in the movie to Tom Holland. I think was William yeah Defoe. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I I had so much fun just watching the. It, it gave me a sense of um of like this whole journey of. Of Spider Man, of of us arguing about Andrew Garfield versus Tobey Maguire, versus uh, Tom of, you know, versus Tom. It, it made us feel. It made me feel like this whole thing was something bigger than just movies. Like yeah, like it was. It was us being part of this bigger journey, and because we had been a part of it before, we got to enjoy the benefits more. Um, now, yeah, yes, the Spider Man. William Defoe's Spider Man, uh, uh, the original, was the first superhero movie I ever watched. So, yeah, and it really set just the crazy. tone
1: for super movies, superhero movies going forward.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Sam Raimi's Spider Man's really kind of set the tone. Yeah, for Marvel and what Marvel ended up Dude, doing.
1: I'm just, I'm Perry. I'm so impressed with how Marvel somehow intertwined. Not three storylines, not three plot different like plot points, but three mm-hmm. franchises that weren't even mm. all under the same umbrella for mm, the most yeah. part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sure Sony had their hand in all of the franchises, but like that, how did they do that? How'd they do it?
0: Yeah. And I mean it's it's a lot too to like keep these characters consistent and they did not do it perfect by any means they did not do it perfect um It was pretty good was, It was pretty good. I mean there was some some inconsistencies and and some different characters like with the lizard and with um Sandman. Max um J, yeah was Sandman a different actor So Sand well? Sandman did not
1: appear physically but he did contribute his voice. He did he did appear at the end that was just he, like, that was that was, that was CGI. Actor? No, it was, oh, it was CGI from it was CGI footage from Spider Man Three.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, the the uh, lizard was a different actor, and they kind of showed him from some different angles to kind of like hide. And you could yeah. tell from his voice though; the voice was different too. Yeah, um, because they couldn't get him. Yeah, I was I was kind of knowing early on, like when he was in his lizard form the whole time. I was like, this has to be because they couldn't get the actor they wanted um and i think and it was just scheduling conflict which makes possibly. me upset the other, the other big inconsistency with the characters i would say was max's character and they joke about it they're like last time i saw you you had a comb over and bad teeth or something like that uh or yeah i don't know but max was like a totally different character jamie fox's character was all of a sudden this quippy you know bad boy um instead of like a nerdy janitor uh, with a stutter you know like it's he's it, a totally different totally different character sure. but same actor at least um yeah but everybody else i mean doc ock uh goblin though they were pretty much the exact same um as i remember yeah so that was Amazing. fun. yeah um just so much fun Wes. so much fun so um, fun um one of the big things I said uh, on my review that I that's on my blog is that i I don't think this is the best like in terms of perfect writing or just like coherent story, like f- least inconsistencies. I don't think it's like the most perfect Marvel movie in the MCU, but I think it's definitely the most fun. I think there's no doubt in my mind it is the most fun Absolutely. Marvel movie.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: yeah. Who's your favorite character to see again? Come To see Come Back? Yeah. Uh, Toby. Toby?
1: Absolutely Toby. Not even a question.
0: I love it. He was so awkward. He's like, he walks in, he turns around, he's like, oh, the... The portals, the por- it closed. <laughs>
1: I just, he did it. He, it was so good. <laughs> I mean, I was very excited to see Toby. I was very excited to see the Green Goblin. <clears throat> but I had seen the Green Goblin in the preview, so I wasn't as excited. No. So True. True.
0: I oh, I man, feel like I've if seen. people go back if people go back and listen to our old episodes like they're going to find like way back we probably talked about Garfield and Toby being in it and then like I think like more recently we talked about the thinking they weren't going to be in it and then like even getting mm-hmm. close I don't know it's just like we never really knew and so that made it fun until like hey, until s- like I'd say weeks leading just like a couple weeks I think I started really thinking oh wait they're going to be in this I think but
1: have you seen the interview with Andrew Garfield where um Emma Stone was texting him, and this is months ago. She was texting uh, him saying, "Are you in this new Spider-Man movie?" And he replied with, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "She's like, she's like, just tell me. I won't tell anyone." He's like, "I, I don't know what you mean. I'm not in
0: the new Spider-Man movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, he straight up was lying. Like on all every, he was just on so many podcasts and radio Did shows. Did no whatever. one ask Toby, lying. or was Toby just hiding? I just don't think people care that much about Toby. <laughs> Well, I mean, they like his Spider-Man, himself. but he's not—he's not in a lot of stuff anymore. So there's not a lot of reasons to interview him. Well, he's uh, in the MCU now. <laughs> now he's in the MCU. Yeah, just like every uh, other actor was, in Hollywood. What was your uh, reactions to all the like emotional stuff? Um, Tom Holland's performance, Ned, like some of our our recurring characters.
1: So, I'm glad that MJ was more important in this movie and more active. Because Zendaya yeah. deserves that.
0: Mm. Um, she was in the biggest two movies of the year.
1: I thought Tom Holland was extraordinary. Mm. I thought he was absolutely amazing. I don't know. I, I mean, Perry, I I cried, like, like actually cried, the first time I saw it at the end when he decides that he's got to like say goodbye to his friends. Mm. yeah like it was oh man I mean you watched him you watched like Tom Holland carried the arc of Peter Parker of like a complete maturity full circle in this movie right like in the beginning he's still a dorky high school kid he's just got a little more issues with his identity revealed and then he has to confront death of a loved one his only loved one Mm. really And then everyone else he loves forgets about him. And he has to do that. And it was just, it was crazy. I I can't believe it. It was wild.
0: Mm. He did
1: amazing. He is the best Spider-Man. I'm sorry. To anyone else that thinks different. No, you are right. And You are right. And, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I know, like, no one remembers him. So he's not really an Avenger anymore. Right? You know what I mean?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. But well, yeah.
1: He's the most in my mind right now. The most noble of the heroes in the MCU, which is amazing.
0: Mm. Yeah, Tom Holland's performance was was great. I think
1: give him an Oscar nom.
0: uh, I I literally I put that on my my review as well. I think he deserves a nomination. I don't think he will win. I, I don't necessarily think he deserves to win. Um, but I think he deserves a nomination for that, uh, yeah. performance as far as was... superhero
1: movies go, maybe the best acting performance I've seen in a superhero movie, to be honest.
0: Let me think real quick.
1: Other than Christian Bale.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's slash Heath,
1: slash slash Heath yeah. Fletcher.
0: yeah. I think very, very possibly best acting performance in the MCU, it's so hard because so so many of the other of the MCU movies have just, like, these ensembles of characters, so it's hard to, like, really let one shine. Um, there are some really good performances. I think of Chris Evans in, in the original Captain America. Uh, I mean, you think of Robert Downey Jr. in the last couple Avengers movies. Um... I mean, I even think of Loki in some of the some of the more recent mm-hmm. movies. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. He was great. He had this this whole depth of character that we hadn't seen with him in the previous movies. Like, I just always felt like his character was a little shallow and kind of carefree, happy-go-lucky, even when stuff was going bad. Like, he had some down moments, but like, he was still just a kid. Whereas this, like, he had to grow up fast. Yep. With, you know, yep. I was shocked when Aunt May died. Shocked. I did not think that was going to happen. I was like, I no. I fully, like, when when Goblin, like, hit her with his glider, I was like, oh, crap. Is she dead? Is she going to die? There's no way she dies, right? And so then she gets up. I'm like, okay, she didn't die. All right. And then she, and then she <laughs> does die. And I was like, what? Into and she the actual... said, with great
1: power comes great responsibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it wouldn't be Spider-Man if you didn't get a cemetery scene at the end. <laughs> this 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 Tom, Tom Holland got his cemetery scene just like Toby, just like Andrew Garfield. Um Yeah. So uh fantastic movie. Wes, do you have it as your number one movie in MCU? Curious.
1: Uh
0: I'm not sure. Okay. Because Endgame not is well, is your favorite movie ever, right? Is That's tie. what you had been saying. I, I have to give it a tie with A Beautiful Mind. I have to. Okay.
1: Um, see, here's the thing. Endgame brought together, what, was it 21 movies? Which is absolutely bonkers. And has yeah. the ensemble of every...
0: three, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: But Spider-Man brought back all the Spider-Mans, bro! Yeah. From different eras. I think, tell me if this makes sense to you, Perry. I think Endgame entertained me more, but Spider-Man
0: made me feel more. Interesting. So, what are you going to say? I, if you had to rank them all. You have to you have to have a, a ranking. I need you to give me a ranking. The next time we no, meet. A, actually, no, Perry, I have a Marvel movie ranking written
1: down somewhere. Do you? I don't know where it oh, is, okay. but I have it written well, down. Well,
0: where's this one going? This That means this one has to go on it. Where's it going? I think it's number two. Number two.
1: I think it is number okay. two behind endgame. endgame. But endgame like if I one. gave endgame like a ninety-seven out of a hundred, this is like a ninety-six.
0: Okay. Okay. Wow. Alright, that's crazy. I mean, so here's the thing, Wes, I've learned that my favorite movies of all time make me feel deeply. Because I think I don't all often feel all that deeply about movies i think that's something that if you can get me to really connect and feel deeply then you have done well um and maybe it's not just maybe it's not just that movie maybe it's in leading up to that movie and i think that's in the case of this one um that at the end when he goes in and he talk like like as they're even preparing for them for them to forget even though it kind of is like you know, it doesn't all make sense of like, okay, he decides I'm going to cast a spell that makes everyone forget. And then these huge rifts in the sky are going to close. Like, I don't necessarily think it all makes sense, but whatever. Moving on. Uh, that is heartbreaking watching. I just thought, I, I thought of my fiance. I thought of being like, like, what if I had to do that? You know, like just, just the, oh my gosh, it was, it was, uh, it was a tough moment and then watching him go into the coffee shop and her not know him and him wrestle with trying to initiate mm-hmm. um, and it reminded me of Your Name a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember Your Name and how yep. that ended Yep. and how they don't know each other but they know that something is missing from their life um, Your Name being one of my favorite movies of all time for sure and so Wes, um, I wrestled with where I wanted to put this one in my Marvel ranking. Um, and I think in general, this, this reflects, this rating reflects that I don't in general love Marvel as much as you do. I think like I love Marvel, but none of the Marvel movies fall in like my, my favorite movies ever made. Um, sure. And st- I'm putting right now, I'm putting Spider-Man No Way Home number one. Um, wow of my Marvel movie rankings. I, I put it just above Captain America Winter Soldier, which as I said in the beginning has been there since it came out, which I still think I still think, is the best made and written and coherent and everything in the story is just perfect um, with Captain America Winter Soldier, but it is not as fun as Spider Man No Way Home is I just you just can't you just can't argue with how fun and emotional that is. You just yeah. can't argue with that. Yeah. Even yeah. if it doesn't all make sense. Um sometimes you just gotta go with how it feels. hmm so, uh, really so so I guess we can we can fairly confidently say this is a straight up party, Wes.
1: Oh.
0: On the hot rod scale reading movies?
1: Absolutely. It might
0: be a six out of five, Perry. We don't have one of those. My name is Rod, and I like to party. Now, oh here's like. the next question. Is it number one on both of our BMC yes. lists? Yes. Yes. I think I think yes as well. I don't, I'm yes. not even going to look at it. I think I had... Wait, I had... No, wait. I had your name number one, didn't I? Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, 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 Perry. Oh, this is... This is, so for you it's number one, that makes sense. But for me, that if I if I'm saying that it's number one, that means that it would have to jump into my top five movies of all time, which I don't think I'm ready to say that, but maybe I will be. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tentatively say that it's number two of my BMC uh, rankings behind your name, but that could that could switch. I I need time. I need time. Okay. So, need to let it marinate. Same with same with my Marvel rankings. You know, need to let it marinate a little bit. There's recency bias. So sure, sure, sure. We'll that's see. All right. That's well, everyone we for now. Watch
1: Spider Man, please.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and be on the lookout for more banter content. We've got a we've got a scheduled time where we get to talk to each other now, which we've never had before. So hopefully that helps us. We be... kind of had it. Have we?
1: I don't remember. We
0: and so we've other. got that on the schedule. Hopefully, we'll be able to get more um, consistent stuff out to you guys. We're we're really yeah. uh, excited for what the year could bring in that regard. So, mm-hmm. all right, bye, folks.
1: See ya.